First of all, I want to just give honor to God tonight. I thank God for this opportunity to stand before you once again. And as I was preparing for this message, just on tonight, I was just sitting up thinking about the goodness of God. I said, God, I'll exalt you. Some of y'all may remember it. 13 days, it'll be one year to the time I had my first surgery. December the 20th. Some of y'all may remember that. It didn't go too well. So right now, I just want to exalt God. Two weeks after my surgery, I was sent home. Not to know that surgery didn't go well. Long story short, it ended up taking me a... I was on a walker for about seven, maybe eight months. Some of y'all saw me walking in here on the walker. But I was determined that I would walk again. I was determined. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I cried a many days, y'all, not knowing if I would walk again. But God. Tonight I'm going to be talking to you out of Dr. Savelle's minister's manual, Empowered for Victory. But I don't know about you. Y'all got to... Oh, glory. But I will exalt Almighty God. Hallelujah. Y'all may be seated. I want to talk tonight about empowered for victory. I don't know about some of y'all, but I can't talk about God without talking about what God has done for me. Have God done anything for anybody in here? If Can I see a, ray, a show of hands? Who, who all God has done something for? Have God empowered you? Glory to God. You know, I was going to bring my Walker in as an illustration so you could see. I believe it was probably about August of this year. I was still on my walker, but I was coming off of it. You know when God has healed you. You know. You don't need nobody to tell you that you are healed. If God said I'm healed, I'm healed. And I remember walking in my house 
And I was supposed to have been on a walker. But little by little, I started pushing it aside. And I remember my daughter, she ran in the living room and she told her mama, Mama, daddy, you know, and he don't have that walker. <laughs> and, and my wife, she come in there, why you not on that walker? I said, well, baby, I can walk to the kitchen. I don't need it. She said, well, the doctor told you you need to walk with it. I said, I don't need it. I said, I'm healed. I'm walking without it. Why I'm going to walk with it? I'm healed. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say what God says. God has empowered each of us for victory. I refuse to be defeated. I refuse. And I don't mean to, 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 to be negative or belittle anybody or anything, but so often we hear people say, well, I'm, I'm receiving my healing. Nowhere in the Bible do, have I read, and if I'm wrong, Pastor Justin, you and all y'all Bible scholars, y'all help me, where it said, Pastor Phil, I'm receiving my healing. I've, I've read in there where it says, I am healed. Come on, somebody help me. Have y'all read anywhere in the Bible where it says I'm receiving my healing? Huh? So why do we go around and sound, it sounds good. Oh, I'm receiving my healing. No, I'm healed. I'm healed. That's who I am. God said it. God cannot lie. God said, by his stripes, I am healed, and God cannot lie. I'm saying what God said. If God say I'm healed, I'm healed. It may not be instant manifestation. I'm not going to barely go around and, and, and you see, I, I, if I can't walk, I'm not going to go. But I know that God cannot lie. God can't lie. I had a lady who was telling me that when I, I come in, she saw me on the walker. And she said, I thought you had cancer. I, I, I said, what's wrong with that man? He must have cancer. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I look bad. I was tore up from the floor. <laughs> Amen. I look bad and I know I did. But it wasn't going to stop me from coming to God's house. If I could get right here, I knew that I would get what I was looking for. Why? Because God had empowered me for victory. Look at me today. Hallelujah. I said, look at me now. Oh, uh, yeah. This word empowered, I, I looked the, the word empower, it means to give somebody the ability, the authority, or the power to do something. That's what empower means. To give somebody the authority or power to do something. It means to enable. Do you know that God has already given you the authority and the power to do whatever it is that you need to do? Amen. I don't care what the doctors say. The doctors, they do everything that they know to do. I'm not denying that. The doctors know what they, they do. 
They went to school for it, and it's true. However, however, I choose to believe this word. I choose to stand on this. The word of God is true. Amen. If you would, open your Bibles with me, please, to Romans chapter 8, verse 11. Are y'all ready for the word? I will exalt my God. I will. If don't nobody else tell how good they God is, I'm going to tell it. Amen. I'm not going to come to God's house and sit down on God. If the word is being preached and it hit me, amen. I got to let somebody know. See, some of y'all need to quit worrying about your friends, your neighbors. When the word hits you, you need to say something about the word. Pastor up here preaching his heart out. I'm telling you, yeah, and I'm using his mess, part of his message, not his message, but I'm going to use it. Oh, oh, man, that was a good word. That was a good word on Sunday, amen? It's not complicated. This thing is not complicated, y'all. We make it complicated. Glory to God. Are y'all there? Romans 8, 11. It said, but if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwells in you. Now let us deal with this just a little bit. But if, if, There's a condition. Hallelujah. If. It's a condition. If the spirit of him. Him who? God. If the spirit of God. That raised up Jesus from the dead. Dwells in you. Say that's me. me. He that raised up Christ from the dead. He who? God. God that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, that word quicken means to make alive your mortal bodies by his spirit, by his spirit that dwells in you. That word mortal, you could say dead or that, that it means uh, uh, dead to sin. In other words, it says he shall also quicken your dead bodies by the spirit that dwells in you. Amen? Did you know that the Holy Spirit is mentioned only one time in the first seven chapters? And then in chapter eight it's mentioned nearly 20 times in that one chapter. Amen? Paul is wanting us to realize just how important the Holy Spirit is to the life of a believer. The Holy Spirit is to us what God is to the entire universe. Hallelujah. He is the divine agent that enables us to overcome everyday adversity. Amen. He is the spirit of life. Our lives would be meaningless without his presence, without his influence. Glory to God. 
we would be helpless. I don't know about you, but I need the Holy Spirit every day of my life. I can't make it without him. Hallelujah. Where would Vic Boom be today if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. Because the doctors told me that I, this was in April of this year. They told me I would not be walking for at least eight months to a year. Now, this was in April. I'm sure it was probably after April because I, I had the surgery on April the 5th and then some time went by and I was at home and I went back to the doctor on several occasions. So it might have been May or June somewhere around there when I asked them, you know, and they told me, so, uh, uh, Mr. Boone, you, you're probably going to be on this walker for at least eight months to a year. And I, and I asked them, are you a believer? I, I mean... That's what y'all teach up in here, man. I, I want to know, are you a believer? Do you believe the same way I believe? Because if you don't believe like I believe, I need to get me another doctor. I need to get somebody that can stand with me. Hello? See, you all not have any and everybody laying hands on you. You all not have any and everybody praying for you. Are you a believer? Then if you're a believer, I need to get with you. I need to join. We need to join our faith together. Amen? Amen. But God has been doing some great things for me. I mean, the doctors are amazed at how fast I am progressing. But I'm standing on this word. I'm speaking the word over my body. Can I tell y'all something? I know y'all going to look at me crazy, but I talk to my body. Hip. Now, they, they, I did total hip reconstruction. They took out a lot of bone in my... Bone! In the name of Jesus, I'm talking to you. You hear me? In the name of Jesus, I command bone to grow where there's no bone. What am I doing? I'm speaking faith over my body. Hallelujah! You shall have whatsoever you say. Ladies and gentlemen, God cannot lie. God can't lie. If God said, I'll have whatsoever I say, Brother Terry, I believe I can have whatsoever I say. I believe it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I believe the word of God. I am who God say that I am. God didn't empowered me for victory. That's what he's done. He's empowered you for victory. What are you going through today? What are you going through? You going through something today? I don't know what it is. Are you sick in your body? God done already empowered you. Are you need lack, uh, uh, lacking in finances? God done empowered you for that. Amen. God have empowered you for victory. What about your marriage? The body of Christ is up under attack. Satan attacking us in our marriages, causing us to be arguing and fussing and fighting one another. You know? But God has already empowered us for victory. We are to overcome that. Huh? Sickness in your body, whatever it is you're going through, God has already empowered you to overcome that. 
Amen. Amen. Can I tell y'all something else? They told me, say, it'd be six months. Maybe. If. This is my wife would tell They said, it'll be six months. We'll give it at least six months if your hand come back. This is after the second surgery. My hand was like this. So y'all, do y'all see this? And I drop my hand. My hand just be just like that, straight down. I raise it up. It'll go back like that. It was totally paralyzed. But my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all looking at a miracle. I'm telling you. But I, I, I wouldn't tell any and everybody. Because, look, when, when you're going through something like this, you need somebody right there that's going to believe just like you believe. You, you don't need some. Well, you know, uh, my, my uncle had that, and you know he, he never did come back. I, I mean, I, 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 they never, this is my uncle J, uh, J, uh, Justin right here, but he said, it, it never come back. Oh, no, no, no. Mine's going to come back. Why? Why? Why is it going to come back? Because God said it. God said, by stripes, you are healed. And so what I did, I began to talk to the hand. I know y'all looking at me like, he's so crazy. But I looked at this hand and I said, listen to me, nerves. In the name of Jesus, I command you to function the way God created you to function in my body. I began to talk to it. I said, muscles and tendons, you function the way God created you. And I'd be laying in the bed at night, and my hand, I could feel it. It'd go up. Boom. I wake up, I look down, and I try to do it, and it wouldn't do it. I go back to sleep, but I knew. I said, God's working on something. God's working on something. I'm telling you, I could feel it, Eric. I was laying in the bed, I'm asleep flat on my back, and I feel my hand do that. And I wake up. I knew God was working on something. I knew God was working on something. I had gotten very discouraged at one point, y'all. But I knew God was doing something. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Go with me with uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Romans 8, 26 in the King James. It says, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. Mm. But the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now let's look at this. He says here, likewise the spirit helpeth. At ETH means God is continually helping us. Help us. He's continually helping our weakness. How many of you know we get weak sometimes? Because that's why God said, let the weak say I'm strong. See, when you get weak, sometimes you have to talk to yourself. In the name of Jesus, I am strong. You have to walk around saying what the word of God says. Let the weak say I'm strong. I'm saying I'm strong in the name of Jesus. What are you doing? You're empowering yourself for victory. 
when you begin to speak the word. Are y'all, y'all with me? Are you with me? It's not complicated. Oh, glory to God. It's not complicated. Just say what he said. God said, I'm not a man that I shall lie. Neither the son of man that he shall repent. Has he said it and shall he not do it? Has he spoken and shall he not make good of it? If God said it, you can take it to the bank. God can, you can take God's word to the bank. Amen. Can you put that same scripture up there in the Amplified, please? The Amplified Bible reads it this way. In the same way, the Spirit comes to us and helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should. But the Spirit himself knows our need and at the right time intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. Some of y'all heard me say this before and I'm going to say it again. It's my message, but I can't forget it. I I remember my daughter was pregnant and and the Lord showed me her baby. uh, She had stillborn, showed it to me. And I didn't know what it meant, but like the scriptures say, we know not what to pray for. Come on, somebody, as we ought. I didn't know what to pray for, so what I did, because I, I had a, a check in my spirit, I began to pray in the spirit. And I began, I, I prayed and I prayed until I felt a release. And then when I felt that release, I was able to rest. And a few days went by and I called my daughter and she said, I asked her, how are you doing? And we were just talking and then she said, oh yeah, daughter, uh, dad, uh, yeah, I, the other day I thought I was going to have to go to the doctor because I didn't feel my baby move and then he moved. Well, glory to God. See, you got to pray in the spirit because the spirit knows what you have need of. That's what she told me. And I said, when was this? She said, just the other day. It was the time that I was praying. We need to pray for our loved ones. In the spirit. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. I don't know what to pray for. I need him to help me. And then when he helped me, he empowers me for victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Verse 27 say, And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is. Because the spirit intercedes before God on behalf of God's people. Watch this. In accordance to God's will. See, when you are praying in the spirit, You're praying according, I like to say it this way, according to God's perfect will. God God got a will for each of us. Amen? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Can I, I want to do one more. Give me the uh, New Living Translation, if you would, please. The New Living Translation. It says... 
And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. So the Holy Spirit helps us when we're weak. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. So you, you may think you know what God wants you to pray for. But Brother Terry, you don't know what God wants you to pray for. Is this the word? Oh, y'all got quiet on me now. I said, is this the book? All right then. See, don't get quiet on me. It says, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. Glory to God. Overcoming life conflicts would only be a dream without his help. But with it, living the overcoming life can be a reality. It can be a reality. Romans 8, Paul emphasizes that it is the Holy Spirit who frees us. He leads us and helps up. With this kind of influence, how can we lose? How can we lose? When we were born into this world, we were born into sin, ladies and gentlemen. It didn't just influence us. It controlled us. Now watch this. You don't have to teach a little baby how to hit and scratch why? Because they're born into sin. Don't nobody teach their children to go around hitting and their little babies and things and pulling hair and stuff. Why? Because we're born into sin. It influences us. This is the nature. Amen? Romans 8, 2 says, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free. From the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. It's made me free. In other words, what he's saying here is Eric, he's empowered you for victory. You got the power. But you got to know you have it. But if you don't get into the word and, and see what God has for you, you'll never know what you can do. Amen. Uh, can you put up up there for me? This ain't even in my notes, but I want you to put that. It's uh, Isaiah forty-one ten in the Amplified, please. And then I, I want to show y'all something in the. Then I want to show it to you in the New Living Translation, the Amplified. Not the classic. Can you just get the Amplified? Not the Amplified classic. Okay, well, fear not. There is nothing to fear, for I am with you. Ladies and gentlemen, I remember I laying in that hospital bed in Mid-Cities Hospital here in Fort Worth, Texas, and I was looking out the window, and I had my phone laying on the side of me, and I'm in the bed, and just laying there, and they had this thing between my legs so I wouldn't, you know, move my leg and had one tied on the bed and all of this. But he gave me this. That, and I and said, for I am with you. Then he said, do not 
look around you in terror and be dismayed. Hallelujah. But I want to, I'm going to see if I got it, I got it amplified right here, but I want to read it because this, y'all just bear with me. Isaiah 41, 10. Let me see what this one says. It says, fear not, for I am with you. And it says basically the same thing. But can I, if y'all give me a minute, I want to look it up on my phone because I, I want y'all to see this. Oh, and I got it turned off, so I can't show it to you. <laughs> I got my phone turned off. Okay. Yeah. Amplified. Yeah, there you go. It says, do not fear anything, for I am with you. I'm laying up in the hospital bed, and I'm looking out the window. And the Holy Spirit said, get your phone. Because that was my Bible. I got it. And when I picked it up, it was right there on the scripture. It was right on it. That's God. And then he said, do not be afraid, for I am your God. And when I read that, my wife was sitting down in the chair at the foot of my bed. And, and I told her, I said, babe, I said, everything going to be all right. God said, he got me. When he said that, that was it. Amen. Glory to God. And then he said, I will strengthen you. Be assured I will help you. I was looking at sure up. He said, just know for certain. Just know for certain that I'll help you. That was all I needed to know, ladies and gentlemen. That was a rhema word for me. At that moment, I began to see myself come out of that shell that I was in. Because I'm going to tell you, yes, I did get very discouraged. I went in the hospital for a simple Procedure that Pozo took an hour and 30 minutes, and I Pozo went home the same day. It ended up taking six hours. I ended up staying in the hospital for three days. This was the first time. And then the second time I went in the hospital, if they told me, say, it might take us uh, three hours. I'm going to have everything by the bed and everything, and just in case, it ended up taking six hours. I ended up staying in the hospital two days, and when I woke up, my hand was paralyzed. But this is the word that God gave me. Look at me now. 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 Yeah, I, I can. <laughs> yeah, but God, but God. And you know what? I really believe that God did that because God is getting ready to take me to another level. I believe that I'm going to be able to lay hands. I'm not going to be. I'm, I'm, God is ready to use me to lay hands on sick and they will recover. God is getting ready for me to start praying for people and they're going to be healed instantly right on the spot. Huh? I believe that, ladies and gentlemen. Glory to God. I can't explain it. But I know when I went to the doctor, he told me, you, you're progressing Way faster than we expected. And I told him, I said, I know. It's God. Amen. It's God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Ephesians 2 and 2. 
Somebody in here right now, you feel like giving up. Why? Why am I going through this? Why me? Ain't no use me going to church. But I want you to know God has empowered you to overcome this thing. God have. You are empowered for victory if you don't quit. That's it. Ephesians 2, 2. Where in time past you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the earth. Who is that? Satan? The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we had our conversation in times past in the lust of the flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And we were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Glory to God. But, but, but go to Romans uh, 2, 1, please. Romans 2, 1. I want you to stay with me. Glory to God. Father, I just thank you for your goodness. Have your way tonight. Use me, God. I decrease as you increase, Father. Romans 2.1 says, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. He's talking about spiritually dead. Romans 2.1 Once you were dead, were, because of your disobedience and your many sins. Verse 2. You used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers of the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. It's Satan. Verse 3. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires of inclination of our sinful nature. By your, our very nature, we were subject to God's anger just like everyone else. But we're not no more. We're not no more. Why? Because we're just children of Almighty God. Amen. But thank God the Holy Spirit makes us free by his work in our lives. At the moment we accept our salvation, the sentence of eternal death was removed. At the moment you accepted salvation, eternal death was removed. In other words, God acquitted you. Amen. You were acquitted. You are the righteousness of God. That's who you are right now. You got to know who you are. You are the righteousness of God, not based on anything that you've done. But it's based on what our Savior done. Amen. It's based on what Jesus done for us at the cross. Someone who knew no sin was made to be sin. That you and I might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That's who we are. Glory to God. Paul tells us in Romans 8, 1. There is therefore no now, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Let me read that again. 
There is therefore no, now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Say, that's me. That's you. You in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And there is no condemnation. Don't allow the enemy to put condemnation on you. If you feeling condemned, it's because it's the devil. God will not condemn you. See, that's the devil putting condemnation on you. Then you need to cast down those imaginations. Every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring it into the captivity and the obedience of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, 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 pastor, you just don't know what I've done. You don't know what the blood done. See, I'm not, I don't need to know what you've done, but I know what the blood did for me, pastor. Huh? And the word of God say that if any man be in Christ, how huh, help me somebody, that he is a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. You are a new creature. That's who you are. Hallelujah. You are empowered by God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My simple definition therefore introduces a result or a conclusion based on what happened when we accepted Christ. It was based on what happened when you accepted Christ. Amen. Condemnation have been removed out of our lives. This refers to the penalty of sin, which is eternal death. That has now been replaced with eternal life. You have eternal life now. Walk in it. Don't let nobody tell you different. I don't care what you've been through. We all have been through something. All have sinned and come short. But by faith, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That's who I am. Amen. Doesn't matter how long you've been around the church. Well, you know, I've been in church 20 years. I've been in this church right here 30 years. See, a lot of people been around the church, but the church ain't in them. Don't mean nothing because you've been around the church. But is the church in you? Are you doing what he say do? I know some of y'all ain't going to like me for saying that, but that's okay. I, I won't be preaching no more for a while. So it be on pastors to straighten all that out. <laughs> Glory to God. No, I, I, I don't, I, I mean, I just want to tell you the truth. I, I don't mean to hurt anybody, you know. I want you to know what you have a right to. God love us. We are God's children. We are God's chosen children. God chose you. And when God chose you, God said, I know the thought and, I, and the plans that I have for you, sister. They good and not evil. To give you hope and your final outcome. Yeah, God, God said he got a plan for you. And guess what? Some of us ought to be getting ready to do what Dr. Seville talking about. 2023. The year of the maximum. Huh? The highest level attainable. Some of us ought to be saying, I'm going to the highest level attainable. Are you ready to go to the highest level attainable? I don't know about you, but I'm ready to go to the highest level attainable. Amen. Amen. But we can't forget 
uh, the prophetic word for 2021. The open hand of God. We can't forget that. Because God has empowered us for victory. How many of you have experienced some unusual, extraordinary, and supernatural provision? Have anybody? Come on, let me see some hands. We ain't going to give up on that neither. We, I want it all. <laughs> I want it all. I don't know about you. Everything that he said that I can have, I want it. I want it. I'm not settling. I want what God said I can have. Every bit of it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Paul tells us that we should continually give thanks to our Heavenly Father. Can you uh, put up the Colossians 1.13? Why should we continually give thanks to our Heavenly Father? Colossians 1.13 says, He hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. In other words, he has empowered you for victory. That's what he's saying. You've been empowered. Walk in it. You got to know what God has given you, ladies and gentlemen. Our slate is clean of all charges. It's clean. Hallelujah. And all charges against us has been removed. Has been removed. Listen, listen. You got to forgive yourself. God didn't already forgave you. You got to forgive you. Well, you don't know what I did. You see, but again, you say, you, well, I, I told God about it. And then you go back crying to God and, Lord, you remember I did that, Lord, and you say, I told you I didn't, Lord, I'm sorry, God. God said, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? God said he cast your sins into the sea of forgiveness, never to remember them again. And you go and crying to God about something you did a year ago or five years ago. God said, when was that? What, did, what, what was that you did, brother? When? God said he cast that sin as far as the east is to the west. Why can't we forgive ourselves? Because the enemy is in our mind. And the only way we're going to get him out of our mind, we got to get in this word. Put the word of God down in your heart. Speak the word of God every day. Spend time with fellowship and with the Holy Spirit every day. Every day you get up, spend time, spending time with the Holy Spirit, praying. You got to. That's the only way we can win. He's in us. And we win. Amen. Romans 8.33, please. I got to share this. It says, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God who justifies. In other words, no matter what you did, God already quitted you or made you righteous. So, who... 
Who is this shall say anything? He calls us God's elect. Amen. Can you put that same scripture up in the New Living Translation, please? Glory to God. The New Living Translation says, Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one for God himself has given us right standing with him. Who dares? Oh, I like that. I like that. Who dares? Mm, mm, mm. Us whom God has chosen for his own. Isn't that good? We are free. The judge of the earth declares that we are free. We are completely free from sin's power and from sin's penalty. Totally free. Act like it. Act like it. Talk like it. Walk like it. Somebody see what's wrong with him? I'm free. <laughs> I'm free. I'm, I, I'm free. I'm empowered for the victory. I'm free. Man, y'all, we, we got to let the Holy Spirit lead and guide us. We are spirit led. Amen. Put up Romans 6, 14. I want to I want to confirm what I'm telling you. Romans 6, 14, King James. It says, for sin shall not have dominion over you. Come on, somebody. Sin shall not have dominion over you. Why? Why? Because God has empowered you for victory. You got to know it. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now that you are free from Satan's control, God expects you to be under the leadership of the Holy Ghost. And we are now free to follow him. And you know, as I, a, lot of, a lot of Christians say, well, you know, the Holy Spirit, he don't talk to me like he talked to you. He don't talk to me like he talked to Pastor Justin. He don't talk to me like he talked to Pastor Eric. He don't talk to me like he talked to Pastor Phil. I'm like, huh? He's talking. Are you listening? Are you listening? Because he's talking. By faith, I hear him. He said, Terry, my sheep. Do, do we have any sheep in here? Do we have any sheep? I hear one bowing over there. <laughs> right? my, see, he said, my sheep know my voice. Well, for you to say that he's not talking, I can't agree with that. When he said, my sheep know my voice. And a stranger's voice, they will not follow. Amen? God wants us to pursue the things of the Spirit. Amen? And the things of the Spirit, you can find 
in Galatians chapter 5 verse 22, it talks about the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. He wants us to exemplify the fruit of the spirit. Huh? Shouldn't be going around looking mad all the time. Show some love. We ought to be imitators of God. When you're imitating the Father, then you're going to be empowered for victory. Huh? Amen. If we allow our flesh to control us instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to lead us, then we can't please God. And you can find that in Romans 8 8. And obvious, obviously, pleasing God has great benefits. I don't know about you, but I want to please God. There are benefits in pleasing God. He forgives our sins. Amen. That's a benefit of pleasing God. He forgives our sins. Another benefit of pleasing God is he heals our diseases. That's a benefit. Another benefit of pleasing God is he redeems our life from destruction and hell. That's a benefit. Hallelujah. Another benefit, he crowns us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Hallelujah. And another one, I'll put this down. He satisfies us with good things. That, that's a benefit of pleasing God. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to please God every day of my life. No matter what somebody say about you, you got to know that you're being the best that you can be to God. Amen. And you know, for me, I, I, God delivered me from a lot of things. And one of the things was drugs and alcohol. But see, also I had to ask God, God deliver me from people. Ooh, people. You got to ask God. See, some of us worry about what somebody going to say about me or what somebody think about me. Or, uh, or they don't like my clothes or they don't like the way I got my hair, you know. And, you know, you, got to, you, got to, you can't worry about that. I ask God, God deliver me. From people. Amen. You know, but we, we make this thing about getting delivered off of drugs and alcohol and pornography and all of this stuff. But something like people. People. Worrying about what somebody might say or what somebody said. And sometimes we hold on to this stuff for a long time and it festers and it, it eats at us and eats us on the inside and we, we're going around worrying about still holding on something that somebody said about you 20 years ago. <laughs> Hallelujah. When we are pleasing God, then Satan can't stop God's promises from being fulfilled in our lives. Are you pleasing God tonight? Amen. Then Satan can't stop God's promises. God, Satan can't stop the blessings of God from coming on you. 
Because what? You're pleasing God. And when you're pleasing God, God will empower you for victory. Amen? Don't let the enemy come in and steal your joy. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Mm. Can you imagine what a difference it would make in your life if you truly knew that you were being led by the Holy Spirit every day? Can you imagine what a difference it would make in your life knowing that the Holy Spirit will lead in you every day? Oh, I know I can. I can only imagine. I wouldn't have all these broke parts in my body. Amen. Because he wouldn't allow that. He wouldn't, no, you don't need to do that. Don't go that way. Don't do this. He wouldn't allow it because he's not like that. He's perfect. There's no sickness in him. I wouldn't have a sick day. I can only imagine what it would be like to have the Holy Spirit in me every day. I I would never be sick, Eric. Never. He's not sick. He knew all things before it even happened. Oh, y'all know. I'm going to say this. And he ain't broke. He know how to get money to you. Amen. He know all things. He know, he'll tell you when to go, when not to go. Which way to go. How to go. Can you just imagine what your life would be like? Glory to God. In Romans chapter 8, verse 7, it says, and I'm almost finished. It says, focusing on self is the opposite of focusing on God. Anyone completely absorbed in self ignores God. Ends up thinking more about self than God. Glory to God. Set your affection on things above and not on the earth. Set your affection on things above. That's Colossians 3, 2. An evangelist once said, we should have holy affection, that is deep longings for God. When you have deep longings for God, then you're going to be able to be in true tune with the Holy Ghost. You will become more and more sensitive to his voice and his impulses. He'll cause you to be at the right place at the right time. Being led by the spirit has been has always been vital to the believer. Always. Amen. But never more than right now. The days ahead of us could possibly become more and more challenging. 
Amen. But being led by the spirit, we become empowered for victory. No matter what might be happening around us, if we are led by the spirit, then we will overcome. We will conquer and we will be victorious. Amen. Spend more time fellowshipping with the Holy Ghost. Spend more time praying in the spirit. Amen. Develop a longing for God's presence in your life like you've never experienced before. James 4, 8 says, draw nigh unto God and he'll draw nigh to you. Amen. And in Psalm 73, verse 28, David declared, but it is good for me to draw near to God. Amen. The same is true for you and me. Our lives will be far better because Satan will have fewer opportunities to defeat us. Amen. You receive this word tonight. Thank you, Lord. Before I sit down tonight, God impressed upon me and I'm, I just want to pray for anybody. Is there anybody just need prayer for anything? I want to pray. Because I'm going to be obedient to God. God has healed me. And all I want to do is just lay my hand on you. And just believe God for his healing. It's not me, but it's God. And I pray to God that you believe when I touch you, lay hands on you, that you will be healed. I know if God will do it for me. God will do it for you. And I'm just being obedient to God. Is there one? Is there anybody that needs prayer for any kind of sickness? Come on up. Don't be ashamed. If you need prayer for anything, I don't care what it is. Healing in your body, finances, healing in your marriage, need your children prayed for, whatever it is. This is where you come, right here. And people tell you, don't, don't go up there. I wouldn't go. No. Get up. Come. I want to pray with you. I want you to be set free. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on up. Just, y'all just step forward. And we got time. Is there anybody else? I'm not going to rush, but I just want to be obedient to God because I know what God told me to do. Anybody in pain right now in their bodies, any pain in your body, you got pain in your body, you come up here. All I'm going to do is lay hands on you and I'm going to believe God that when I lay hands on you, that that pain is going to leave your body. God is not a respecter of person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you. God, in obedience to what you have told me to do, Father God, I'm doing what you said do. God, I I realize, God, it's not me, but it's all you, God. And so these people have come up tonight, and Father, I'm going to lay hands on them like you said. And Father, I'm believing by faith that when I lay hands on them, 
the anointing and the healing power of my God will flow through them and in them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Raise your hand. Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, God. Bless her right now, God. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your anointing that is flowing right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I call it done. Father, in the name of Jesus. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Now receive your healing. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. In the name of Jesus. Pain dissipate now. In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. And we give you praise. We give you honor. And we give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Pain dissipate now and go. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I'm just being obedient to God. And doing what God told me to do. God is wanting to do something. God do not want his people going through this holiday season. Lame and maimed. God wants you healed. Delivered and set free. And in the name of Jesus, I declare that by his stripes you are healed now. Out of the obedience of God, I laid hands on you like God said. And you may not feel nothing right now. But the word of God said, as they went, they were healed. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for your word tonight. Father, I thank you for each and every one of these, your precious people that have came forth on tonight. Father God, I thank you, God, for touching their bodies, oh God, healing and delivering and setting free, God. They are who you say that they are, God. Father, they are the healed and not the sick. Father, as we get ready to leave this place, Father, I pray and ask that you go with us. I pray for those that are watching by way of internet. Those that are watching online. I pray that the anointing, that same anointing that is here. It's there where you're at right now. And I declare healing. And in the name of Jesus. I command sickness and disease to leave your bodies now. In the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you. And we give you praise on and all the glory. In the mighty name of our Lord and Savior Jesus, we ask it. Amen. And so be it. Thank you very much. Pastor Justin. Hallelujah.